All right, Father, we thank you. We ask and we say there is illumination. The eyes of our understanding is enlightened. There is no confusion in this atmosphere. Every eye can beauty as we see ourselves in you. Your name alone is glorified as we are edified. In the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 All right, praise God. Amen. All right, so I, I have a series. Uh, we want to start this um, this um, Tuesday evening. And um, it's... Uh, it's something that I don't want to rush. I'm just going to take my time to effectively explain it to you. I have a title here, but we might change the title as, as uh, uh, probably when we are done with the series, and we might change the title. It's something I've been teaching before, but uh, it's, it's that I want to shed more, I want to bring I want, to, I want to throw more light to certain areas that you probably don't understand in this. And it's as touching the leading of the Spirit, but it's, I call these utterances and revelations in guidance. Utterances and revelations in guidance. Utterances and revelation in guidance. Like I said, uh, I might change, the, we, we, we probably might change the title to us uh, uh, by the time we're done with this, but you, you see, the subject of the subject of leading of the spirit is overly important because you can't be a master of it. One of the things, my uh, okay. So let me tell you my journey into the leading of the, into studying the leading of the spirit. I I, I believe uh, I've told you guys this story before. I think if you listen to leading of the spirit series one, I think I'm going to do series three this year. Uh, so most of the things we've been doing, we're gonna have part two, part three this year, and all of those things. Even part four, I'm 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 starting the leading of the streets now. I I, I want you, I'm, I inten I'm intentionally starting it this January because see, you are going to need to have to obey the leading of the spirits in this year. So that is why it is one of the first things I'm teaching in January. And I'm still going to teach it in the course of the year. I'm still going to teach it towards the ending of the year. It is a subject. My pastor was saying to us a couple of days ago, and he said, it is a subject that is non-negotiable in 2023. So as a preacher, the best thing is to glean wisdom from that. And we should share on it. Are you getting what I'm saying? But yes, you have, you've heard, you've, we've done leading on the spirit. We've done inward witness. We've done, uh, we, we've done all of those teachings like that. And it, it seems as though it, it, it's tilting towards the direction. But there's a way I want to, there's a way I want to tweet it this entire series, this, this one I'm sharing with you. And I believe it's going to span throughout the entire month, throughout all the Tuesday, all the midweek service uh, this month. And there's a way I want to explain it to you. Such that utterances and revelations are a way that God leads us. Now, the subject of leading of the spirits and guidance is a very essential subject to the faith. Such that if we get the teaching of the leading of the spirit wrong, or God's leading and guidance wrong, we might never be able to follow God's plans and purpose for our lives. And 
we will just intentionally, we will just occasionally fall into it. We will just stumble into those plans. Now, in this series, I'm going to be explaining to you visions and revelations. I'm going to be explaining to you dreams, the use of dreams, what, what, what dreams is all about. I'm going to be explaining to you forms, interpretation of forms, utterances, prophecies. I'm going to be explaining to you even word of knowledge, word of wisdom, what it means. Like saying, it's like saying, I'm explaining the gifts of the Spirit in line with the leading of the Spirit. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. Such that you can't be led of the Spirit in this direction. Because direction is a very crucial part in human existence. Direction is a very crucial part in human existence. And let me tell you the truth. With death, all of us will have to make decisions. Decisions like some will include the work of ministry. Some will include even locations, places to go. Some will include businesses. Okay, should I take this business? Should I take this proposal? Should I not take this proposal? Should I take... You know, should I go? Should I go A? Should I go B? Should I phone? Should I go in direction A? Should I go in direction C? And you get what I'm saying. You're going to have to make those decisions this year, and even choices of should I follow? Even some of you might want to enter a relationship. Should I enter? Should I? Is it Sister Clara? Is it Sister Sister Margaret? Is it brother Solo or brother Caleb? Uh, Which one should I follow? <laughs> you know, you'll have to make those decisions. Is it um, even educational institution? What, what school should I go? Should I go to school A, school B, school D? This school has one in um, proposing offer. This school does not have a proposing offer. Should I follow the one that has the most certainty offer? Should I not follow? So directions are very crucial. Okay, so, you know, directions are very crucial. And the fear of not making wrong decisions has driven many in erroneous and fatal practices. A lot of people have taken wrong decisions. A lot of people have left their life to chances of kill Sarah, Sarah, what we be, we be. You know, before I get into my major subject, I just, I like to start teaching the leading of the spirit. If you have watched me over the years, I like starting the leading of the spirit with a particular text. John 8 verse 12. I like, I, I don't know, maybe, maybe I just like that thing. But I like to, if I, trust me, when I was preparing my notes, I just told myself, I have to find a way to put this thing. <laughs> I have to find a way to put this particular text there. John 8 verse 12. So, so John 8 verse 12. And you, you will understand why I'm sharing this. You know, I told us, I told us in the course of the retreat we just recently have, and I told us, I said, we should write down Prophecies that has come over our lives. I don't know if you remember. I said we should remember certain prophecies, certain instructions that the Lord has given us, certain words that has come from people, trusted men, certain, not even trusted men, even utterances that has come from even your friend in Holy Ghost meetings. A lot of us just discard those things. But you see, some, sometimes... They are a way of God leading us. And we have to look at the scriptures. I, I, I call this a, a call to remembrance, or no, not, not a call to remembrance and a call to paying attention to prophecies. So look at John 8, verse 12. Like I said, I just like to start 
leading of teaching you the if you watch my series over the years, I I interestingly mentioned this text over over time. He says, Then speak Jesus again unto them, saying, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. He says, This text is it is something you must understand. He says, He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. So that shows that a believer naturally is not confused. So you only need, like my pastor will say this, and I'm quoting my pastor a lot. Anytime I'm teaching leading on the street like this, I, I feel a lot. There's just a particular sermon, especially when I'm teaching it. If I'm learning it, if I'm if I'm learning it on my own personal study, I listen to that sermon. But when I'm teaching leading on the street, over the years, there's just one particular sermon I listen to. I don't know why, but that sermon has helped my life. So, it, so as, I, as I come to teach you, I come prepared to say things um, to say things that are not necessarily in my notes and to say things that I'm led of the Spirit to say. Now, it's, there's something you must understand that you only need and this is something you must get. You know, I used to ask you, I used to tell you people something over the years. I used to tell you, I said, and I'll tell you what inspired this teaching. I'll tell you why I decided to teach this. Because I was praying and I was trusting God, and I just felt led. Interestingly, as I felt led, I, I had to ask a friend. So, so let me tell you why, why I thought this. I wanted to teach you something else. I wanted to. So, I was just like, ah, man of oh God. So I told myself, a friend. So I had a call. Because my pastor used to teach us something on before a meeting or something. So as I was praying, I had a call. I was I was I, I prayed for about a couple of hours and I, I just had a call. On the normal, I'm not supposed to pick that call. I'm supposed to finish praying before I pick that call. But I, I just picked that call because I I believe this person is a man of God and this person can always I can always catch something from this call. So I ended my prayer quickly and I picked the call and we've not spoken in a while. As we we spoke it, but in fact, me and the person were even saying, ah, how come we don't, how come our conversations never, never ends? And that's the truth. Our, me and this person's conversation never end. We we spoke for a, quite about two hours. Yeah, two good hours. And there was something in the conversation that, and, and I'll tell you what inspired this. We, we spoke about prophecies, and we spoke about utterances, and we spoke about a particular fellow that we both know. And how we know, it's like saying, it's like saying we, we gave you, it's like saying we gave you a prophecy now. And you are not working in line with that prophecy. Your life is in shambles. It just this person's life is in shambles. Is in, I'm sorry to say it, the person doesn't, this person's life doesn't look like something, something you want to associate yourself with. And me and this person were talking, we, me and this my friend were talking, we were like, if only this person could have listened to us, could have listened to these prophecies we said, this person, we, it's like saying, we know the person's future. We know what the person should be doing now as a result of the prophecies that we have said, as a result of the utterances that has come forth. We know exactly the steps this person should have been taking. 
Interestingly, this person and even the significant order of the person. We said, this is how this person's life is supposed to be. Why is this person's life in this direction? The person was not asking me. And I said, man of God, it's two things. I said, it's either the person was in total dishonor in, about what we said. Or the person, I said, I said, honestly, I said, the major, major, major deal will be dishonor. Because you can't tell me you don't remember that we told you this about your life. You can't remember that this is God's word. But a lot of us, we don't regard prophecies. A lot of us despise utterance. You say, oh, Shebit is just this. And that's why in our ministry, we don't just do legal meetings. I don't just do legal I don't just tell you people, Oh yeah, give word to one another. Interestingly, years ago when we used to do everybody's giving letters, I had to stop it. Before all of you go and yield to lying spirit. No, I had to stop. And I don't believe that you should just wake up in the morning and be giving somebody prophecies. I have taught you well. You don't do such a thing. So when we want to do such a thing, we know we are speaking by the Holy Ghost. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes. Sir. No. Yes, sir. This person. So, when we, 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 we're talking about something else, but we, we, we just stumbled into this conversation. And this person just said, why, this, why does people turn the deaf ear this way? It's like saying, I told you, go to, it's like saying, I'm telling Sister Yadi and I, and I say, go to, go to the back of the house. You will see a table, take the table, and write with the table. Then you decided to go at the front of the house and stay there. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. That is exactly how the life of this person is. So this sister was now asking me and saying, ah, is there a way out? Ah, I said, well, <laughs> like my pastor will say, let's just trust God. <laughs> I said, the best we can do is we will just trust God. We will just trust God. So, as I finished that conversation, I just knew. Then I spoke to a friend again because I, many of times in, in preparing for things like this, you have to be so in tuned to the spirit. Actually, one of the things I planned this year is I don't want to make certain mistakes. I want to make sure that everything I'm teaching is, is confirmed by the only you. <laughs> so, I told the friend again, the friend was like, you know, I said, go, what do you think I should share in church? Like, I'm, I'm trying to gather my materials. And I have certain things a lot on my mind and if I just don't want to just come to the pulpit and just come and exact knowledge and all of those things, what exactly is the specifics that you think I should share? Everybody just said, I've been praying for you and everything. Just what about something that's touching leading of the spirit? I said, ah, that's actually what is on my mind to share. Then I said, okay, I'm not just going to share leading of the spirit. So what one of the things in my mind was, I'm not just going to share living of the spirit. I'm going to share with you utterances and revelations in the guidance of it, in the leading of the spirit. What are the utterances? What are the revelations in the leading of the spirit? Like I said, in John 8 verse 12, I like to start from this scripture a lot. It says, Jesus said unto them, I am the light of the world, and he that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, 
but shall have the light of life. You know, I said something. I said, I told you the story of this, my friend, and how we're talking about this fellow. And you see, a lot of us just have turned the deaf ear just because we want to follow the voice of our. See, you know, I don't know if you know what I'm talking about, such that, you know, you know that this thing you are doing is wrong, but you have convinced yourself to make it right. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. Yes. Ha! That thing is very dangerous. Though. Not in this 2023 you should do. I'm deliberately teaching this in January. Many of you, you know you are not supposed to talk to certain people, but you have convinced yourself. You have seen all the reasons why you should be talking to that person. <laughs> See, it will let me tell you what will happen. I'm sorry to use this fellow as an example, but you would you would go see your life will it will look like you know. I was explaining something on you over the weekend and I was telling you how your life can go in circles, how the children of Egypt were supposed to spend 30 to 40 days, 35 to 40 days, but they ended up spending 40 years before they got to an eventual destination. That is how it is, where it's as though you turn deaf ear to the things that God has told you. You will just keep going in circles and it will just be like this, a delay. Before you now eventually see your mistake and now come back. You know, how about just align the leading of the Spirit to follow in your direction? To go in the right way. And let me tell you something I'm weary of. I've always told you these things before. Even as we were just joining social media, do you know that? I have been praying, God, God, do you still want us to be on this thing? If you don't want us to be, please tell me on time so that we can quickly go off. Because, eh, Kennedy needs to say something, and my pastor is to repeat it. Psalm 127 verse 1. Except the Lord build the house, those that build it will labor in vain. I don't want to. <laughs> In ministry, labor in vain. I want to always follow the leading of the Spirit. I go back to utterances, just like how we're doing on Sunday, and we're checking the utterances again. Monday, we're checking the utterances again. What exactly was the specific of what God said as touching it? We had to look at it again, just so that see, these things start our course. Utterances, revelations. They chat our course. That little prophecies of, oh, I see you taking a step. I see this. They chat your course. Take prophecies seriously. I'm trying to do introduction, but it's like I mentioned my example already. <laughs> so let's just flow that way. <laughs> Hallelujah. God. So, John 8 verse 12 says, Then speak Jesus again to them, saying, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. Like I said again, it takes. So that shows a man who has believed the gospel has the light of life. See, I have the light of life. I have the light of life. You're not saying like you. I have the light of life. You have the light of life. So Jesus made two distinctions here: a man who walks in darkness. And the man who has the light of life. Like today, I'm just going to give you an introduction. I will kick it off from here next week. We'll, we'll just introduce this. But there's a lot we have to share. I don't know if you, I don't know, if you know. There's a lot to understand here. 
we have to see, we have to look at the gifts of the Spirit in the light of the leading of the Spirit. Probably we'll title this the leading of um, utterances and revelation in the leading of the Spirit. Something like that. I've not figured out a proper title, uh, but we'll figure it out. First John 5. First John 1 verse 5. It says, look at what John said. First John 1 verse 5 to 7. This then is the message which we have heard of him and declare unto you that God is light and in him there is no what? There is no darkness at all. He says, if we say we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not the truth. Look at what that says in verse 7, 1 John 1, verse 5 to 7. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another and the blood of Jesus Christ's son cleanses, cleanses us from all sins. So it is clear that what John said in, what John said, Jesus said, what Jesus said now, in John 8 verse 12, and what John said in 1 John 5, 1 John 1 verse 5 to 7, was that having the light of life was that the work has to do with, the, with having the light of life. And there is a clear distinction of the light of life and darkness. So that is to walk in darkness is not to walk in, is not to walk in the light. Why to walk in the light? is having to receive the light of life. So in very essence, it just simply means a man who has believed the gospel is in fellowship with the Father. That is, is in fellowship in, with the light. And he has the light of life. Say, I have the light of life. I have the light of life. Like I, have I have the light, light of life. I have the light of life. So that is, to walk in the light actually is to further explain our fellowship with the Father. So that means Either, so we can simply say in that John 8 verse 12, he that follows me or he that has believed the gospel has the light of life. Are you getting what I'm saying? So, a man who has believed the gospel has the light of life. Like I said again, it fakes you as a Christian. See, let me tell you, you can intentionally want to be confused. I don't even know what I'm talking about. You know the truth though. You know, you know you are not supposed to do what you are doing. But because of what you like, because, let's say, it's like saying, you know, let's say this is um, sugar. It's just like sugar now. You know that this sugar is bad for your health. You know that this sugar, is, okay, let's use smoking for instance. Smoking is bad for people's health. In fact, if you read the label on on the cigarette, they will tell you smokers are liable to die young. It's written on the on the back of a cigarette. Now, everybody that lights up a cigarette, they don't read it because they have chosen to not see that part. I don't even see what I'm saying. That so now, when eventually now they now have cancer, they have lungs problem, they have everything. Who caused it? They cost it. Now, because even the, those that made the cigarette want them. <laughs> yes, they want to sell you. <laughs> but they want them as a, this thing, no. If you do it, 
you are liable to die. And there is the percussions for this thing. But obviously nobody cares. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's having smoke break. Smoke this place is smoke free, you know? And everybody is having their own break time there. So now when eventually they are admitted in an hospital and they are telling them, you know, you your 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 lungs is very black and <laughs> so so things are happening to you. Now, what happened? They chose to follow their decision. Now, let me tell you something about this. Especially the leading of the spirit. God cannot force you. <laughs> That's what a lot of people will like. A lot of people want God to force them. One thing. I was having a conversation with a brother. And the brother was like, ah. So he, he was he was also to make a decision. Some of you know the brother. He was in the thousand to make a decision. And he said that. Ah, but why can God not just make something happen so that this will not work out and this and that and that? that, that. I said, <laughs> I said, that's fleeces. You want to work in a in a, in a problem. I said, God does not walk in your film trick like that. I said, you are the one that will make a decision to say, no, I'm not doing. Yes, I'm doing. Yes, I want to obey God. No, I want to disobey God. You know, you are the one that will make that decision. You know, such that, even in the leading of the Spirit, how many have done this thing before? That, ah, if it is God, let this person call me now. And the person now called. I have done that stupid thing before. If it is the will of God, let this but then this boy, let's say, in, and especially in relationship, you know, in relationship, especially when you start loving somebody, your head is gone. So when they are not telling you this person is not God's will, you cannot hear again. Your mind is already seared with all time. It's like your, your senses is gone. What? Like what? You even be angry that why are they saying I should not talk to this person? Then you will not be telling yourself, okay, God. If this person is really true, if this person is really true, let him call now. You know what I'm The person will now call. And the person is not, you know the person is not born again. You know the person is not a serious Christian. The person that now usually leading, which is the devil, now led him to call you. <laughs> you now felt like it is God. God does not do things like that. You have to grow up. So people say, if it is God, let her hear wear yellow today. Let this person wear yellow today. Then that person that is not even born again. Now go and eat the person that is trying to eat him too. Person to that one yellow. That's it. I said that. <coughs> it's the war. Or even if the person is born again, the person just woke up with money. He did not even pray. He never even did. He just don't wear yellow. You too. He said, ah, he wore yellow. That's a sign. Then another way people follow signs, signs these days. Amen. Someone that is not led, he just saw post. He now reposted it. 2023 is a year of flourishing. You see, I said it. It's flourishing is designed in my mind. In my mind. You now say maybe 2023 is a year of I, I, this one I saw yesterday or today. Activating the enjoyment mood. 
It's a year of activating enjoyment. And you that you are wanting, you that you are wanting to, to activate enjoyment about, that you say, ah, church shocked you. <laughs> We're just the evangelist, evangelist every time. Hey, bro, Abraham is just on my neck every time. This is another, another, another. You're not saying activating enjoyment mode. I knew it. Ah, <laughs> that is not how to follow God. Are you hear what I'm saying? Are you hear what I'm saying? You see, some people say. Because if you walk out in this direction, then it's God. If it doesn't work out, then it's not God. <laughs> That's not God do. That's not how to follow God do. See, this is how my pastor said it in the message I was listening to today. He said that he walk out fine doesn't mean he's the leading of the spirit. That he doesn't walk out fine doesn't also mean he's the leading of the spirit. The obedience in following what God said is the leading of the spirit. The fact that you obeyed God, whether it was whether it came out fine or it didn't come out fine, that's the leading of the spirit. Are you getting what I'm saying? So don't use human judgment to follow the leading of the spirit. I'll say it again. Don't use human applause, human app, human approval to follow the leading of the spirit. I don't even do it. Don't use it. Don't say because. Ah, things are just going fine. There's been no problem. The guy has not slapped me yet. Let's say the relationship. And he's born again, but he has even gone to club. It doesn't seem bad. The guy doesn't seem bad. The guy doesn't seem bad. Oh, don't let me say what's the guy. The girl too. Because anytime we talk about relationship, you always look like one-sided. The girl doesn't seem bad. The guy doesn't seem terrible. I mean, she even goes to church, but she doesn't pray in tongues. He doesn't study the Bible. And you, you love him. You now see that's the leading of the Spirit. You, you are a fervent Christian. You study, you listen to the message every day. You pray one hour every day. You are fasting every day. The significant order you are trying to get does not do as half as your devotion. And you think that is good. I you say that common sense safe should naturally have guided you to let you know that that's not God. I don't even get what I'm saying. The person is not even as fathered as you are and you think God can be leading you to that kind of a relationship. Obviously, no. You don't even need a soothsayer to tell you no. I don't even get what I'm saying. All of you listening to me, once you see a guy or a babe that is not as committed and fervent to his local church, committed in his devotion to Christ, he cannot be leading of the Spirit. It's, it is not even something for you to debate over. Are you getting what I'm saying? For you to be saying, is it Sister Clara? Is it Brother Solo? Is it Brother this? Is it Sister Pangolo? Or Brother Shokoto? No. It is not even something to debate over. It is not the leading of the Spirit. So, you would, you would avoid so many mistakes by knowing simple basics. Simple basics. So, don't, don't live your life on, oh, they are giving me so many benefits in this job. They are giving me so many benefits in this place. Then it is God. And this other option, 
they are not giving me benefit. So you see, so which one should I have chosen? The one with benefit. That is not how to follow the leading of the Spirit. Are you getting what I'm saying, guys? Are you getting what I'm saying? Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes, So the leading of the Spirit is such a vital subject that you... See, my pastor said, you cannot gain mastery over it. It is something you have to feed on a lot. Don't, see, and don't, 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 see, I, I always give you this warning. Don't go and pick the leading of the spirit subject when you want to make a decision. You are about to fail. It's like saying, you are about, it's like saying, exam is 9 a.m. tomorrow and you just started reading 3 a.m. <laughs> and it's an M card. <laughs> M card exam. It will just be a fast game at bad. You know, that is exactly what some of you do. You wait for when you don't know what to do again. You're not pick leader of the spirit. You know what I'm saying? You know, for them, you shall not work I'm never confused. You know, you'll have to hear all those stories. You are about to pay the exam. <laughs> are you getting what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Are you getting what I'm saying, guys? Yes, sir. You are about to pay the exam. That's where all your, all your spiritual goal report. You know, it's really serious. One to six. One day. One day. <laughs> you know, it's really what? Track one to six. You finish it in one day. The next day, you do the two. Three, four, three, three, one witness. Three. You know, you want me to talk about two. Ah. Just four. You are about to fail the exam. Are you yes. getting what I'm saying? Yes. Sir. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes, sir. You don't pick those kind of subjects when you have an emergency. And that's why I'm teaching you this January. Before you go and start emergency, you won't get your chapter two. You know, three, six, one, six, two, six, three. You see, ah, should I go to this place? Should I not go to this place? Ah, I have three jobs to pick. This one is good. You're not gonna pick. So you 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 you, not, you have never listened to the video spirit throughout the whole year, but when you're about to you you have three offers of job, you're not gonna start series one emergency video on little spirit. In fact, you will sleep or you wake up, you still be hearing it. You still be hearing it. Either falling, we shall not walk in darkness, but you shall have the light on. <laughs> you are about to. You will hear the voice of your mind. How do you know what I'm talking about? How do you know that? I, I asked you a question in series, I think series one or series two, I can't remember which one. And actually I said, how many, how many of you used to hear like 10 voices? Go, don't go. <laughs> slow, be slow. Just wait, don't wait. Do it now. <laughs> how many of you used to hear those kind of voices? Don't lie, like Christian. How many of you See, then you're not a big leader of the spirit. Series one to series six, that period. Just know that you will hear your mind. Are you hear what I'm saying? You will hear your mind. So when somebody is going through a problem, in fact, and all of you know how to do it. When somebody is going through a problem, say, have you listened to the Spirit? It will help you. 
that people thought the message, I don't act like you. <laughs> Are you getting what I'm saying? I have times in the year, seasons in the year, where I just tell myself, I obedient. Pick a, a message and feed your mind on the leading of his way. Because I'm a preacher. I will have to make decisions for you. I will have to make decisions for myself. I will have to make decisions for the ministry. My mind has to be filled with the knowledge of the leading of the Spirit. So that I don't <coughs> take in Paul's mistakes. Are you getting what I'm saying? And you do, you have to. That is one of the reasons why we are studying this very early. And I'm still going to do more in the middle of the year. One of the things I'm going to be emphatic on this year is the subject of the leading of the Spirit. I'm going to give you as an assignment, give you as a project, give you as everything, just so that you're... So when you want to make decisions, you can naturally... Your spirit is naturally in tune to respond to God's leading. So, as a believer, you don't take impulsive decisions. Are you getting what I'm saying? You don't take impulsive decisions. You ensure you are led of the Spirit. So, and these teachings are very vital, such that, because, like I said again, decisions are crucial. You will have to make a lot of decisions. A lot of decisions. And you need to be led of the Spirit. You know, I was here in my pastor this, just before I came. Like I told you, there's, there's just a particular... Anytime I'm teaching this, there's just a particular sermon I listen to. It's about four sessions. And, and I ensure to feed them as much as possible before I come and teach. Yes, because having prepared my sermon, I just pray, you know, I've been praying almost all day, just trusting God and, you know, I, I just need to hear it. And he said a vital story. And, and I, want to, I want you to listen to this story. I want all of you to look at me and just listen to this story. And that story got me thinking as if I've heard this story over the years. I mean, I've been hearing this message for a while. I mean, I, this message, I, pick, I listen to this message almost four or five times in a year or six times in a year. And yes, but there's a way this story resonated with me again. He said something. And he said that he, he had some issues in ministry, some brethren did him wrong, and all of those things. And he just said, you know what? I'm going to leave the country. I'm going to just leave the country. I'm going to uh, I'm going to go and start life somewhere in a new place. She beat his ministry. I will do ministry and you know that feeling of um nobody uh, I'm going to be above everybody, you know. I'm going to he said now as he as he was making those plans. And trying to finalize it, that he has already made up his mind that he's going to travel and leave the country and everything. He said a family member who has never been to Nigeria came that period. And he said, this I said, he said, nothing justifies being led like that time. He said a family member, a, a, a distant family member who has never been to Nigeria came that period. I think the person has a diplomatic passport and they can easily work it out for him and all of those things. So my pastor was to go to go and school, I think, somewhere in the UK or something. He mentioned the university, I can't remember. Somewhere in the UK and he would just leave everybody and go and start ministry and life afraid. So he said, they finalized all the papers. 
they walk all the paper. I think he has gotten the visa and everything. He said, he just said, let, let him go for one final legal session. One final legal meeting with his friends around 3 a.m. or something. He said, there's something about his friends. And, and those are things I'm going to share in this meeting. In, in these sessions. In, in this, uh, he said, his friends, he just knew that his friends, they know things. And just told himself, ah, as he left the Oligos meeting, I think around 3 a.m. or something, he just said, ah, I'm going to, I'm going to really miss these things. He said, oh, he said, some thought will come to you. He said, it's not, is it, is it not Oligos meeting? He said, ah, I can start it at another place. Was, he's not getting thinking. He said, ah, is it not, so we can start it somewhere else, start it in a new place, and the Oligos will be going, ah, this and that, that, He said, ah, he said, but he just knew that, ah, He's about to take the wrong decision. He just knew it. And he now said something. He said he just went back to his mother and said, he's not going again. Ah. The mother was like, we finalized everything. He's doing everything. Ah. We finalized your visa. You are supposed to leave. This and that. He just said his word. He said, he's not going. It's not the will of God. He said he's not going again. Then, he did not go. And he now said something very vital. He said, if I had gone that day, he said, you will not be hearing my voice today. And I was talking to the members in the church and they said, all of you will not be in this service today. And that, and that shocked, stood to me. Then he now says something, something that shook to me. He said, yes, down the line. He now brought up that story to his mother. He said, do you believe that? His mother cannot remember. He said, he brought the story back to his mother and said, Ah, mom, do you remember that time I wanted to travel this and that, 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 and this and that? Because his mother was, his mother was not even happy that he did not go this and that. He said, he said, which time? The mother was asking, which time? My pastor now said, Ah, she can't remember. Why would she remember? Is it her life? He said, I would have traveled and lived my own life. He said, it's not her life. That thing shook me. He said, she did not remember. He said, I had to remember. She said, hey, what happened then? The pastor said, it was just quiet. Like, wow. So that is how I would have taken this decision and gone. And <laughs> nothing would have happened. And you will not be hearing my voice today. Then he now said this. He said, you never can tell the import of you not following the leading of the Spirit till eternity. Sometimes, he said, he not prayed, he not said, I pray, I pray it doesn't, it doesn't take you time to figure out the import of why you didn't follow the leading of the Spirit. So, we need to always, always follow the leading of the Spirit. We need to. We need to. It is a very crucial aspect in your life, in your ministry, in your endeavors, in everything you are doing. It is very crucial. It's very crucial. And one of the things we want to study is utterances, revelations, visions, trances, dreams, how are they pertinent to the leading of the Spirit? How did they flow 
with this. How can we be led via prophecies, via utterances, via word of knowledge, word of wisdom, via our dreams, via the visions we have seen? How is that pertinent to us in the leading of the Spirit? I, I, I've been talking to everyone so that you can understand that the leading of the Spirit, there is the leading of the Spirit, and hope you know there is. And maybe, maybe after this series, I will teach you the conscience, something about your mind. Maybe, let's let's right. That, that's that matters, right? Maybe after this, or probably we can we can do it side by side. Maybe Monday night I'll be teaching you conscience. Tuesday I'll be teaching you this one. I will continue so that you can you you place it side by side. Can we do that? Maybe we should do that. We we'll teach you conscience. Something that's touching your mind. That's why if you if you listen to the last teaching I did on the, on inward witness, I need you to understand that you have to renew your mind a lot with the world, and that's why we are not in making a mistake as a local church by telling you you must listen to the word a day, you must pray every day. You know what that does? It naturally waters the ground for you to hear God. Are you getting what I'm saying? He naturally waters the ground for you to hear God. Like today now, I've spent a couple of hours just listening to the word. I've kept a couple of hours just praying. Feeding on the word. That's, so, I, I got to a state and I was thinking, and like I told you, I was just like, okay, what do I share? I have so many things I want to share this year. So many things. I, I mean, I'm, I'm ready. My, all my all my sermons for all the things I want to teach, even inside and sound, is already ready. Everything was prepared overnight. I have so many things I'm working on that I have to share this, I have to share. I'm already prepared for our Bible seminar this, this Saturday. That's what is on my mind now. So I'm just like, in the midst of all of these things, just like how I made this decision to teach this thing, what exactly? So I, 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 I put out all my notes like this to the Lord, like, okay. What exactly, God, do you want me to share? Should I share this? If I would probably, I would have, I would, maybe off record, I would tell you what I was supposed to, what, what, what I wish to teach. <laughs> I would tell you, there was something I wish to teach tonight. That I was like, ah, no, this one I must teach this one. Maybe off record, I will tell you. Wait, 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 hold, I will tell you. There was just, there's a series I wish to start. Like, God, no, I will start this one. But you know. I was wrestling with it. I've been wrestling with it. Lord, what is it? Then I had the phone call. And that's why friends is good. That had phone call. Then we had that conversation. As we had the conversation, my eyes opened differently. Why would this fellow not follow the utterances that all... You know, it's like saying... This is like saying we're all together. We gave an utterance. I follow the utterance. You follow the others. This is my friend that we spoke of who followed the others. And as a reason, because of that same utterance of that day, she is where she is today. Why did this fellow not follow that same thing? I follow that same utterance, that same power, that same spirit, that same mind. And I am where I am today. My friend is where I am today. Why did that same fellow not follow the utterance? Then the person is nothing to write to me about today. What happened? So my eyes were open different. And I was like, wow. Then I spoke to another friend. Okay. 
What do you think about this? The person said, interestingly, I can read the text message for you. He said, interestingly, I've been praying and I believe that what you should share is the leading of the spirit. Then I knew, okay. I did, I, it was like I almost read the thought of the other things I also shared in my heart. Okay, no, I'll follow God. <laughs> I think it's what because I can I would have taught you that sermon now. And that sermon will be sweet. You will like it. You'll be you'll be happy. You'll be this. But is that what God wants my church members to hear at this point? Interestingly, I just said immediately after I made up my mind, I just said, get all of these guys, let them zoom in. Let, them, let everybody hear this for today. Because you will need the leading of this world. I just told you my own thoughts. This, 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 this happened today. I was preparing for something else. And that thing is my mind. It's like saying what I wanted to teach. But is that what God wants the supernatural community trust to hear now? How do you get to what I'm doing? Because there is times and seasons for it. So I believe we are here. What you are hearing now is what God wants you to hear. So I beg you to pay attention. Are you getting what I'm saying, guys? Yes, sir. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Pay attention. Many of you, you are not followed. You will have to go and pick up from choices you have heard. And you know, I told you, I said, this, this year we are in is a year where prophecies will come to pass. Where angling prophecies will come to pass. I don't know if you remember I said that. Yes, sir. Where those things. Now, do you know what happened? As I was listening to that, my friend talking, this statement I said started coming to my heart. And what my friend shared that told me that it is, I just went, oh. So that just gave me specifics. That, okay, it's not just even not nine leading on shoes as you share, but how we can take those prophecies and follow them. Are you getting what I'm saying? I remember I had to tell you, Andy, write me the list of what God has been saying. Write it in written form so that I can read it. What has God been telling us for the past one year? Write it down. I want to read it. And I've been reading it. I've been checking it. Many of those things have come to pass. The ones that have not come to pass, I, I know what to pray about. It is guiding my prayer points. It's guiding my path in ministry. Are you getting what I'm saying? Many of the others are putting them down. Okay, this is it. I'm checking it. Okay. Eh? So that we are not making... It's just like how we were talking yesterday. How we were saying, okay, does God want us to be on this platform yet and we're checking it okay he said in december you know we're checking all of those things those things guide our path so i want you to pay attention are you getting what i'm saying yes, so now let's let's get into the word you ready yes sir. all right so now on the subject of god's leading and guidance by the virtue of being by the virtue of being born again or the new birth you are indwelt by the Spirit. And in Ephesians 1, verse, Ephesians 1, verse 13, and it says you are sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. At least you have the indwelling of the Spirit and all of those things. Now, so that shows that a man, a believer has the Spirit. How many of you know you have the Spirit? John 3, verse 6 to 8. 1 Corinthians 3, verse 16. 
First Corinthians 6, 17 to 20, 2 Corinthians 6, 14 to 16, 2 Corinthians 13, 14, 2 Corinthians, Romans 8, verse 9 to 11, Galatians 4, verse 6 to 7, First uh, John 3, 24, 1 John 4, 13. He makes us understand that we have the Spirit of God. See, I have the Spirit of God. I have the Spirit of God. Now look at Psalm 32, verse 8. Psalm 32, verse 8. Psalm 32, verse 8. So like I said, I will lay a foundation tonight and we'll pick it up from here uh, next week. It says, I will instruct thee and teach thee in the way that thou shalt go. And I will guide thee with what? My heart. So God said, I will instruct you. I will teach you in the way that thou shalt go. And I will guide thee with my hands. So that shows a man who is born of the Spirit <coughs> does not lack guidance. Say, I don't lack guidance. I don't lack guidance. You're not sound like I don't, I don't lack guidance. So you don't lack it. Look at Psalm 37. <coughs> Psalm 37, verse 23 to 24. Psalm 37, verse 23 to 24. He says, The step of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delighted in his way. He says, Though he fall, he shall not be awfully cast down, for the Lord upholdeth him with his hands. Look at Isaiah 48, verse 17. We're going to open a lot of texts of scripture, so let's together. Isaiah 48 verse 17. Isaiah 48 verse 17. It says, For saith the Lord, thy Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel, I am the Lord thy God, which teacheth thee to profit, which leadeth thee by the way that thou should go. He says, He leadeth you by the way that thou should go. So, and one of the things you must understand, look at in Ezekiel 36. I'm sure you know this already. Ezekiel 36, verse 25 to 27. It says, Then will I sprinkle clean water upon you, and ye shall be clean from all your filthiness and from all your idols will I cleanse. A new heart also will I give you, and a new spirit. I will put within you, and I will, and, I will, and a new spirit will I put within you. And I will take away the stony heart of your flesh, and I will give you the heart of flesh. And I says, and I will put my spirit within you, and I will cause you to walk in my statutes, and ye shall to keep my commandments, and ye shall keep my judgments and do them. So it's evident for us that from the written word. We can see that God leads us. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes, and I've told you that the written word is primarily the way God leads us, right? Mm -hmm. The written word, God will not go outside his written word. God will not go outside his word. The Bible says what communication has light has to do with darkness. So you don't you it's not you don't have to pray that uh, should I follow this brother when he's not born again? He's not a serious Christian, he's a backslider, he doesn't do anything, he's not committed to the ministry, and you are committed to you, you are praying about that kind of brother. That is not God cannot be involved in that. There's no even need to pray, he cannot contradict his written word. Does, does it make sense? He's not, I know, so I, as I was talking, I just remember that me and a friend we were having a conversation, 
I think this was last week, and me and this friend were talking about how some people got married, and they were very fervent with the Lord, very fervent in ministry, and because you know, you see, I, I want to beg you for something. Don't allow people pressure you because of the biological clock that is ticking. Oh, you have to get married. You must get married. This and that and that. So now, all in the bid of getting married, this my friend was telling me about some of some friends that they were very fervent with the Lord, serving Jesus today. But they now went to get married all in the name of ah well let me just get married let me just get married my time is going i need to focus i need to you know this statement of i must settle down i must settle down i mean if you have read those things you have to settle down you have to settle down then you can't settle down and all your spiritual life has down too <laughs> your spiritual life too has settled down <laughs> so she, this my friend was telling me that he was showing me certain pictures that this person see he said if this person do have an evangelism for you, you will not believe it. I say, ah, even if it doesn't look like ministry, she said, it doesn't look like ministry again because she's married. I said, ah, married. I said, God forbid. Marriage will not, <laughs> marriage will not, marriage will not be, marriage will not be the reason. And you know, so, it's just relationship. Boyfriend and girlfriend. And the, and let me tell you the beauty about those things. Or the beauty or the unbeauty about it. Is that those relationships was not last. But he eventually wrecks their life. So the, it's not as though they don't know where to start from again. They're not just huge to the world. How you get to what I'm saying? Why am I even sharing relationship? What's what's is any of you trying to get married here? Oh, let's be let's, I don't know why you're trying to. <laughs> <That's okay. laughs> anyway, so it is evident for us from the written world that one of the ways God leads us. Also, is via utterances and revelations. So let's get to the nitty gritties of this sermon, um, this teaching. So I'll just lay a foundation today. Uh, I do intend to waste our time this evening. I'll just we'll just do a boom and we'll boom out and uh, we'll trust God. <laughs> All right, look at Acts eight, verse twenty six to twenty eight. Acts eight, verse twenty six to twenty eight. But I'm sure. This is blessing you already, right? Yes, sir. Are you sure? Yes, sir. Oh, uh, it has to, it has to bless you because I believe you are here. One God wants you to hear that. I, I, I can tell you for a fact. I can tell you, you are hearing exactly what the Spirit of God wants you to learn at this very hour, and this is very, very key for us as a church. At eight, verse twenty-six. So, like I said, we can be led via our trances, right? Yes, sir. And revelation. So now, let's see. Let's look at. Some examples and some instances in the scriptures. Look at Acts 8, verse 26. Is everybody there? I want you to read. So let's follow carefully. Look at it, verse 26. It says, And the angel of the Lord spake unto Philip, saying, Arise and go towards the south, unto the way that went down from Jerusalem to Gaza, which is desert. You know, it's the angel that spoke and gave a specific direction. Look at what he now says in verse 27. And he arose and went. Now, you know, he only, the angel of the Lord only told him, go to that place. And he arose and went. He did not tell him what will happen there. How many of you notice? He just said, arise, go to that place. And he had just arose and went. Then as he arose and went in verse 27, he behold a man from Ethiopia, a eunuch, of a great authority under Candace, the queen of the Ethiopians, who has a charge of all treasures. And he had come to Jerusalem to worship was returning and sitting in the chariot, read Isaiah the prophet. So now, 
What happened in verse 26 was the angel just told Philip and saying, Arise, go to the south, unto the way of the unto the way that went down to Jerusalem, into Gaza, which is desert. Now, that was an utterance. Are you getting what I That's a revelation. Are you seeing it? Now look at Acts 9. Look at Acts 9, verse 10 to 12. Act 9, verse 10 to 12. So you know. One thing that is evident this year is we are going to teach a lot about the supernatural and this is part of it because the leading of the spirit is actually supernatural and like I told you in, 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 in the retreat we had I said many of us are going to bump into angelic experiences such that the angels will hold our heads and tell us certain things to do and it's going to start happening from this week Look at um, Look at Act 9 Verse 10 to 12. Look at Acts 9, verse 10 to 12. What did he say? He says, And there is a certain disciple of Damascus named Ananias. And to him said the Lord in a vision. Now, he saw a vision. I'm going to explain what visions mean in this series. He saw a vision. Ananias. And he said, Behold, I am here, Lord. And the Lord said unto him, Arise, go into the street which is called straight and inquire into the house of Judas for one called Saul of Tarsus for behold he prayed and had seen in the vision a man named Ananias coming in and putting his eyes his hand on his side that he might receive his sight now that's a revelation he saw it in the vision he saw at the end in the vision look at Act 10 this Act 10 is a long period Look at Act 10, verse 9. We are reading from verse 9 to at least verse 20. So I want you to follow carefully. Act 10. On the morrow, as they went to the journey, they drew near to the city. Peter went up to the house stop to pray about the sixth hour and became very hungry and would have eaten. But while they made ready, he fell into a trance. And heaven opened, and saw heaven open, and a certain vessel descending unto him as it had been a great sheep clean, great sheep kings at the four corners and let down of the head, wearing all the manners of the four-footed beasts of the head, wild beasts, creeping things and fowls of the head. And there came a voice to him, Arise, Peter, kill and eat. For, but Peter said, Not so, Lord, for I have not eaten anything that is common on uh, anything that is on, I have, not, I have never eaten anything that is common or unclean. And the voice speak unto him in the second time, What God has cleansed what that that thou call common this was done trias and the vessel was received up again in heaven now why peter doubted in himself what this vision which he had seen should mean behold the men were sent from colonials and had made inquiry for simon's house and stood before the gate and called and asked where that simon was found named peter where lodged where lodged there why peter thought of this vision the spirit said unto him you three men seek thee. Arise, go. Arise therefore, and get thee down, and go with them. Thou think nothing, for I have sent them. Now, this was a vision concerning the Gentiles, the ministration and the reaching out to the Gentiles, such that that, that clean sheet was simply symbols, such that he saw those two and they say, ah, why would I call what you have called upon? Because they had the bias in their mind that they couldn't reach out to the Gentiles and all of those things. And immediately after the vision, as Peter was still thinking about it, it's really, three men just came and the Spirit of God said, ah, go there, go and preach to those ones. 
these are Gentiles and it doesn't mean that you should not preach to Gentiles. Are you getting what I'm saying? And that was how uh, something happened. And that's a revelation. Where did he got it from? In a revelation. So look at it at 11. Verse 27 to 28. Acts 11, verse 27 to 28. Don't forget, what are we studying? We still don't use, I, I don't think we still have a proper title here, but I think it's Republic I call it Leading of the Spirit, Series 3. Or, no, I don't know. Maybe Leading of the Spirit, bracket, or chances and revelation. I, I think it's a law. Guide. We find one. When you want to put it on, like, we find one. Look at it, at, um. But I think you are getting the glimpse of what we want to share. Yes. All right. Look at in Acts 11, verse 27 to 28. <clears throat> and in these days came, came prophets from Jerusalem unto Antioch. Look at it, verse 28. And there stood up one of them, named Agabus, and signified by the Spirit that there should be a great thirst throughout, throughout all the land, throughout all the world, which came to pass in the days of Claudius Caesar. And he says, it came to pass in that day. So that's the revelation. That there will be this. It's just like a famine in that city and all of those things. And it happened. Look at it. Act 13, verse 1 to 4. Act 13, verse 1 to 4. I'm sure you know this one already. But that's a revelation too. Look at Act 13, verse 1 to 4. It says, And now there were at the, in the church that was at Antioch, certain prophet and teachers, as Barnabas, Simon, and Simon, that was called Niger, and Lucius of Syrene, and Mani, which was brought up with Ariel the Thetrach and Saul. As the minister to the Lord and fasted, the Holy Ghost said, Separate me, Barnabas and Saul, for the work here unto our according. And as they fasted and prayed and laid their hands on them, so they sent them away. In verse 4, it says, So being sent forth by the Holy Ghost, departed unto Seleucia and then sailed to Cyprus. So the Holy Ghost said, Separate Paul and Barnabas for the work here unto our according. That's a revelation and an utterance to Acts 16, verse 6 to 10. Acts 16, verse 6 to 10. Acts 16, verse 6 to 10. Are you following this? Yes, right. Look at Acts 16, verse 6 to 10. It says, Now, when they had gone throughout Pergra and, and the region of Galatia, and were forbidden of the Holy Ghost to preach the word in Asia, after they were come to Mysia, they are saved to go to Bithynia. But the Spirit, but the Spirit suffered them not. And they passing by Mysia came down to traps. Look at the verse 9, very key. And a vision appeared to Paul in the night. It seemed as though the song that was characterized in the book of Acts as touching visions and revelation. How many of you have seen it? There's a lot of visions. So that shows that. And I'm going to explain it in this series. In this um, series that we're done. A believer must naturally know how to respond to visions. And I've been saying this since last year. That visions are very key. And I'm going to, I'm actually, vision is part of my notes. Visions, trance, dreams. All of those things are, are in my notes, and I'm going to teach that in this series too. So, anticipate for you. So he says, uh, he says, uh, and a vision appeared to Paul in the night, and there stood a man of Macedonia, and prayed him, saying, "Come over to Macedonia and help us." And after he had seen the vision, immediately he endeavored to go to Macedonia, assuredly gathering that the Lord has called us for to preach the gospel to them. So it was that vision that led them to go to Macedonia to preach. So we can see a vision and we can say, okay, you know, this is what the Lord is saying and let's just act on it. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Look at in Acts 21, verse 4 to 11. Acts 21, verse 4 to 11. 
I can I can easily recall to that me personally I can recall to that uh, at uh, 16 in such a way that I remember in 2019 when I went for the meeting with my pastor and my pastor laid hands on me December 25, 2019 I will never forget and as he laid hands on me I just fell into a vision and the Lord told me pack your bag and go to New York and that's why I'm here today because of the vision. Are you getting what I'm saying? So I can easily recall to that now. You know, if I'm not smart, eh, I can see that vision now and decide not to respond. And say, no, I don't like the New York. Let me go to Sapele or Lagos. I will not have met no one. <laughs> or Miami. I say, because it's not cool. I want to live the life. You know. Look at Act 21, verse 4 to 11. Act 21, verse 4 to 11. And finding disciples were thirty there seven days, who said to Paul throughout the spirit that he should not go up to Jerusalem. You know, they said, if you told Paul, you can't go. Look at the verse 5. And if when he had accomplished those days, we departed and went out our way, and they all brought us on our way with wives and children, that we were out of the city and we knelt down in the shore and prayed. And when we are taking our leave one to another, we took our ship and they returned home. And we finished our course from fire and came to Port Limas and saluted the Virgin our both there one day. And the next day we were of false company and departed and came into Caesarea and entered into the house of Philip the Evangelist, which was one of the seven, and abode with him. And the same men had four daughters, virgins, which did prophesy. And we tarried there many days, and there came in Judea, a certain prophet named Agabus. So, it's, it's, and look at it, verse 11. And he came unto us, and he took Paul's guide and bound his own hand and feet, and said, Thus said the Holy Ghost, thou shalt, thou shalt the Jews at Jerusalem bind the man that owned this guide, and shall deliver him unto the hands of the Gentiles, that is, they will kill Paul. And the Holy Ghost says, So now, look at something. Let's, let's take something. Let's take from here. We look at several texts. But let's see something. One of the, if if you can place the similarities in all of these texts that we have read, there are certain things you will see. You will see number one, the spirit said. How many of you noticed? Yes, you hear the spirit said, the Holy Ghost said. How many of you saw that? The Holy Ghost said. And or you say said through the spirit, signified by the spirit, prophesied. Are you seeing those those terminologies were used? The spirit said, the Holy Ghost said, said through the spirit signified by the spirit prophesied are you seeing those things yes, now and this can be classified as utterances it's just like that act 13 that we say when it says the holy ghost said separate people and balabas do you know that it was not at like this it's not like it's not like uh, that thing in the forgot where it says uh my abuse or where please no the Holy Ghost said here yes, simply means somebody gave an utterance. So that shows that I, I, I was listening to my pastor this, uh, this uh, uh, morning and he said there are certain things you have to pay attention to, especially utterances from your pastor, from the man that God has said over your life. They are very key. That is the Holy Ghost said to you. You have to go and pick them up and check it again. So even me, I have to sit down and check. What has the ghost prophet said over my life? 
that is yet to come to pass or that I'm not seeing the fruition of it. Because that is the Holy Ghost said. <coughs> because have you seen that God uses men in these places? Have you seen it? He says the Holy Ghost said, Agabus signified <coughs> by the Spirit and said things. So it's as though he says the Spirit said, and that Spirit said, Who was speaking? Man. Holy Ghost said, Who was speaking? Man. Said through the Spirit, Who was speaking? Man. Signified by the Spirit, Who was speaking? Man. Prophesied, Who was speaking? Man. You also see, and, and those things are classified as what? Utterances. Now, you also see another similarity. They fell into a trance. In a vision. Seen in a vision. Those things are classified as visions. So, it therefore suffice to say <coughs> that utterances and visions, that is, visions and revelations, are part and parcel of the church. And see, as a supernatural church that we are, and I'm not just saying the name of our church or something, I'm just saying supernatural in code of the spirit. We must yield to utterances and visions and revelations. We must. Because Peter echoed this in <coughs> Acts 2. Look at Acts 2, verse 16 to 17. Look at what Peter said in Acts 2, verse 16 to 17. Open your Bible here. Let's, let's do this quickly. Acts 2, verse 16 to 17. It says, But this is that which was spoken of. Which was spoken by the prophet Joel, and, and it shall come to pass in the last day, said God, I will pour out of my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall do what? Shall prophesy. Your young men shall do what? See visions, and your old men shall do what? So that shows utterances and revelations are already part and parcel of the church today. So they are not something we can take out of the church. So a local church who doesn't have utterances in play, visions and revelations in play, can be said not to be fulfilling God's will. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. Because utterance, we just look at how many texts we read, and it's as though people were giving utterances. People were giving visions and revelations. People were falling into trance. People were falling into visions. So that shows that as a believer in a local church, you can naturally fall into a vision. Ananias was just a certain disciple in the church. And what happened? He was the man God used to lay hands on Paul. And what, how did that happen? He saw a vision. Look at Philip, the angel. Philip, you know, I told you some days ago, and I told you, I said, Philip was that guy who they chose to just serve tables in Acts 6. And the guy had an encounter with an angel and he responded. So that shows we already have a supernatural utterance, a supernatural word in the local church. And, and Peter got this saying in this Act 6 from Prophet Joel in Joel 2. Look at Joel 2 verse 28 to 29. Joel 2 verse 28 to 29. So we can safely see that Prophecies, utterances, visions, revelations, the gifts of the Spirit are embedded in the culture of the local church. Are you getting what I'm saying? Are you getting what I'm saying, guys? So, uh, so let's let's look at Joel two, verse twenty-eight. 
Joel 2, verse 28. Are you there? Yes. All right. Look at what it says. It says, and it shall come to pass afterward. I will pour out of, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams. Your young men shall see visions. And, I'll, and also upon the servants and upon the handmaidens in those days, I will pour out my spirit. So you see that Peter was just quoting what Joel has said. Now observe closely, closely that that's necessitated Peter and the eleven in Acts two. Look at in Acts two, verse one to four. Acts two, verse one to four. Are you are you following this guy? Yes, sir. Acts two, verse one to four. Look at what happened there. And I want to show you something very key there that you probably have not paid attention to. Look at that too. It says, and the day of Pentecost, when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven, as of a rushing mighty wind. And they filled the house where they were sitting. And they appeared unto them, clothing tongues like that of fire. And he sat upon each of them. In verse 4, he now says, and they were filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the spirit gave them all chance now look at something there's something you must first know firstly the first thing you must first notice that there were utterances and revelation in this text in this act 2 verse 1 to 4 it was characterized with utterances and revelation look at it in verse 2 it says suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind and he filled the house where they were sitting that's revelation Look at in verse 3. He appeared unto them, clothing tongues as of fire. When he says, I appeared, they saw something. That's revelation. Look at in verse 4. And they were filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. What happened? Utterances. Now, secondly, another thing to note there is the use of all. All of them were doing it. Luke made sure that he recorded that all were doing it. So, in other words, Utterances and revelations are integral part of the church. We cannot downplay utterances and revelations in the church of Jesus. I always told you, never speak low of those things. Never speak low of the supernatural. We cannot downplay it. They are characteristics <coughs> of the local church. <coughs> These abilities in the spirit are resident in the man who has believed the gospel. <clears throat> Just like we started in John 8 verse 12. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. So we can safely say, the man who walks in the light of life have the gifts of the Spirit resident with him. He has the abilities of the things of the Spirit functioning in his life. So, there are functions of the new birth, functions of the indwelling of the spirit, functions of the man who has believed the gospel. They are just functions of it. So, the gifts of the spirit, utterances and revelations, they are an integral part of the local church. So, that shows every one of you are expected to naturally see visions and revelations. You are expected to naturally respond to utterances because we have seen a template in the book of Acts and we are expected to follow that template. In the book of Acts, which is similar to also the Synoptic Gospels, that is the eyewitness account, 
must and, and one, one thing is it must not also be used alone as a doctrinal material in the local church they must be corroborated with, with uh, what, what i'm saying the book of acts um the congo schools they can be as a standalone for doctrine we will corroborate it with the epistles to make it properly explained now in the epistles we have an explanation we have an understanding of all the good things in christ in, in even in even Paul said to us in Ephesians 3, verse 3 to 6, that uh, when we read this in Ephesians 3, verse uh, 3, that uh, it says, How by revelation he has given unto me the mysteries, as I wrote afore in two, or whether when you read, ye may understand my knowledge in the mysteries, which in other ages was not made known to the sons of men, as it was revealed by his holy, holy apostles and prophets by the Spirit, that the Gentiles should be fellow years and the same body and partakers of the promise in Christ by by the gospel. So we have an explanation and understanding of the experiences of the examples. So now where we will where we will get the proper doctrine, proper explanations will be the epistles. We will see the examples in the book of Acts. Are you getting what I'm saying? We will see the practices in the book of Acts. Are you getting what I'm saying? We will see some eyewitnesses accounts in, in, in the four gospels. But we will see the proper explanations of everything and corroborations of everything in the epistles. So don't, don't forget, what are we studying? We are studying how to be led via all chances and revelations. So such that the prophecies that God has said to you, or somebody has told you and say, hey, you know, I just believe that, I just believe that I see you in this kind of places and all of those things, and you discarded it. I don't want you to have those mindsets. I mean, and I'm also teaching myself too. I teach you as I'm teaching myself that we are not to discard prophecies. Are you getting what I'm saying? We are not to discard utterances. And we just saw in the book of Acts how that men. So now, when we say the Holy Ghost said, who actually spoke? Men. A man. When he says the spirit signified, who actually spoke? Amen. When he says prophesied, who actually spoke? Amen. You know, just like I was, just like me and I, my friend were talking, and I told the friend, the friend was asking me and saying, what actually happened to that friend, to that fellow whose life is summer in shambles? And my, my friend said, is still going to be trusting God for this person? Me, I said, well, you, you are not the prophetess. You have decided to wait upon. <laughs> That's how I was making it. That's how I was joking with this. I said, you, you are not the problem. You have decided to wait for the salvation of our Lord Jesus Christ. I said, I will be trusting God with you. But me, I've taken my hands off this one. <laughs> no, it's not good to... She's, she believes in not giving up and all of those things. But me, I say, ah, by the power, by the special grace of God in Christ Jesus, you have that special calling, a special ministry. <laughs> so I said, but me, I have other things to focus on in my life and ministry right now. I said, but you, as an honorary you can decide to yield to that ministry. And I told the person that I said, why, 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 why did this not happen? Why, why did we? Why did I believe the ultras? You believe the ultras, and this person did not follow this ultra. And this person said, and I told the person, I said, my eyes were just open differently. I believe I just saw a vision somehow, and I said, I believe it's a lack of disregard. Is a dishonor, like saying, Who are these ones? What did they know? Why are they? Uh, we just exuberant. Are we sure we really, are we sure you really spoke by the Spirit? Are we sure? I said, That is exactly what might have happened. Ah, then me and the person we started praying for and said, Ah, God will not let us despise things like that in the name of Jesus. You know? 
So, back to what I was saying, right? That. So, we have an explanation and understanding of the experience in this example concerning God's directions, God's leadings, God's guidance via utterances and revelations in the epistles. Now, let's look at first, let's see, let, let, let's just put the cap, let's see where we can just, let me just explain some few things and we'll just put a cap somewhere and we'll pick it up next week. Are you getting to that? I don't want to, I don't want to rush this series at all. If it will take us 10 tracks to finish this, I don't mind. Because I want you to understand this. Because, you know, God told us, God has told us certain things. God has spoken to your heart about certain things. You will have to pick those things again. Some things are supposed to have come to pass. But because you have disregarded it, you will pick it up again in repentance and you will see the result work. Yes. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes. So now, look at 1 Corinthians 12. So Paul in his letter to the church of Corinth. So we, we, one of the things we are going to explain in this series, this is not my teaching on the gifts of the Spirit this year, so don't get carried, don't think I'm explaining no. We are only explaining it to a point, though. but let's let's just look at it. Look at First Corinthians twelve, verse one to eleven. Look at First Corinthians twelve, verse one to eleven. I actually like the way I wrote my notes. It's so I wrote my notes in such a way that even me, I'm happy to teach from my notes. <laughs> you know, First Corinthians twelve, verse one to eleven. Says, now concerning spiritual virgin, I would not have you ignorant that ye. Ye know that ye were Gentiles, carried away unto this dumb idols, even as ye were led. Wherefore, I give you to... Now, look at something in verse, look at something in verse 3. Very key. I give you to understand that no man speaking by the Spirit of God calleth Jesus accursed. And no man that says Jesus is Lord, but, but by the Holy Ghost. He now says in verse 4, there are diversities of the gifts, but the same Spirit. There are differences of administrations, but the same Lord. There are diversities of operations, but it is the same God which worketh all in all. But the manifestations of the Spirit is given to everyone, or every man, to profit without. For to one is given the Spirit of word of knowledge, and this is where people have missed it. A lot of it. One person is word of wisdom, one person is word of knowledge, one person is We are going to debunk all of these things this year. Amen. <laughs> but the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit without. But the one is given the Spirit. Uh, word of wisdom to another, the word of knowledge to another, by the same spirit. When is that? When, in fact, common sense should tell you when the scripture is anything by the same spirit. Why would the same spirit that makes you have word of wisdom not make you have another one? I don't know if you people. I think some people drop their brain and their intelligence on the door. Let's say they drop it when at the back of the at the front of the Bible. So when they open the Bible, the brain is gone. So they just submit their brains and say. Oh no, I'll pick you up when I open my Bible. I'll pick you up. When, this, when something is already telling you by the same spirit. So why did why would the spirit that give you word of knowledge not be able to give you word of wisdom? Ah, can't you just think? Are you getting what I'm saying? Can't you just think? But we'll study Shah this year, so we'll put everything in perspective. It says what one is giving the spirit word of wisdom to another word of knowledge by the same spirit. So you now felt like <laughs> you now felt like what gave me word of knowledge is the only thing I have in my life is word of knowledge. I cannot function with word of wisdom. Ah, and you are seen in this same place by the same spirit. If I thought you don't even understand English, this one is the most simple one. The same spirit. 
The same spirit that give you word of knowledge is the same spirit that give you word of, 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 of wisdom. Look at what it now says in verse 9. So another, another faith by what? Same the same spirit. So that same spirit for verse. So if you have if you know how to read and not drop your brains when reading the Bible, you would have actually seen that this thing is the whole nine gift that is look why? Why did I say that? Because he already told us that in verse 6, there are diversities of operations. So that distinction is the what? Is the operations. He already told us that there are diversities of operations, but it is the same God that do what? That worketh all in all. In verse 5, he says, there are differences of administrations. So that means the way we administer word of knowledge might be different from the way we administer gifts of healing. But what did he say? But the same Lord. In verse 4, he says there are diversities of the gifts of what? There are diversities of the gifts. So that means there are different kinds of this gift. But what? But what, guys? So if you have read up, you will not have had problem with that text. As you get to what I'm saying? In verse 7, he now says, but the manifestations of the Spirit, the final rule, he says, is given to every man every man to profit without so you cannot so it is it is mischievous of a believer or a christian or a so-called christian to read that verse downwards and say no he gives one person he gives one person you already told you there are diversities you already told you there are different operations you already told you that there are several manifestations but the manifestation is given to everybody so that shows to demonstrate it all is for everybody Are you getting what I mean? Without even using Greek word, if you are to use manifestation, what is the literal English to manifestation? Unveil. Unveil something, Abby. To use something, to, to, to perform something. So to perform everything. Look at what it says in verse 7. But the manifestations of that spirit is given to who? Everyone. To give it to who? Everyone. Everybody. So why would... So, I have never believed that doctrine. Even when I didn't understand, um, even when I didn't understand the Bible, I have never believed that tongues is for certain people. Why? Maybe, maybe because my mother, my mother used tongues to. Maybe because my mother, my mother was the only one that can speak in tongues in our house then, and that her own tongues looks like you cannot match up. When she just starts, then now she thinks she's born again, but then. She is like, no, she used to speak it also that you will be oppressed in the house. Malika pop pop. Everybody else say, hey, God, God. The day I was speaking this, the day I don't mind you spoking tongues. My mother said, it's a lie, it's a fake tongue. Say, <laughs> you that you don't stole money. <laughs> you so spoke in tongues. But she started looking at her and thought, so me too, I'm not deliberately walk around there. Shabakata, shabakata. He said, it's a lie. Shut up there. And then, oh, you have already spoken. <laughs> so maybe that's why I've never believed that doctrine that somebody is giving one spirit. He said, that thing is cheating now. God, that means God is, that means God is partial. But he told us that he's not a respecter of person. So he had not show have workings of miracle. He had not just be growing leg. Just be, just be, just be, like, let's say a dwarf person is short. Like, that's it. Go tall. And the person started increasing, 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 increasing. Walking some miracle. Then he now gave joy, holy tongues. <laughs> <laughs> and you see that that thing does not make sense. 
I think that God, God does not work in the way some people think. It's just you. It's just because you don't want to. You know, you know some people can believe it just because they don't want to do it. Maybe because they say, they see that that tongue is in this spooky. They say, me, I should not say, they're not angry. Or maybe they go to a church where everybody is shouting in tongues. They're not angry. They don't want to look for fault in it. They now say, should everybody be doing it? He says he will give one person. Can't only the pastor just be speaking in tongues. Then only the pastor will not come. Then you will not get to another church. Only the pastor will say, Shalabarabarabar. Everybody will say, Amen. <laughs> I can't imagine it. Now we will say, Shabrakaskabarabar. Everybody will say, Amen. I've seen it online, though. I watched a service online. I st- no, I will, God forbid, I will not watch it. I stumbled into a service. So let me let me use the word stumble. I stumbled into a service. The man, this particular man of God, was praying in tongues, and as he was praying in tongues, the old members were saying, "Amen." Ah, my brothers and sisters, First Corinthians fourteen verse two. He that speaketh in an old tongue speaketh not unto man, but unto God. Albeit in the spirit he speaketh mystery. My brother and sister, how is that? Amen. So I would just say, celebrate, but you don't say amen. When I'm talking to God, I'm not even talking to you. I'm not even praying for you. I you see that some some people just dump their Bible before at the at the cover of their Bible they dump it there. They all say, my sense, hold on. So as I open the Bible, <laughs> their senses are not working. They don't be reading the Bible with no sense. After they don't read it, they say, yeah, give me my sense back. I'll take my sense back. <laughs> it doesn't make sense now. So God will not give. I would have fought that God. God will not give one person tongues. God will not give me interpretation. interpretation. So, all you say I will not do in my life is just speaking the tongue. I see. Mali, Kali, Kali. You are speaking in tongues. You are supposed to just. Oh, I told you to just interpret. I can't even speak in the tongues. I will just be interpreting it. So, she will speak. So, I will just say, Thus said the Lord. He is your refuge and your fortress. My God, he knew we like trust. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I remember when I was much younger, in my church then, back in, back in Nigeria, you know, there was one service. The Holy Ghost just moved one woman. In fact, I think the pastor was angry and the Holy Ghost moved the woman. What? The Holy Ghost just moved the woman. That's how everybody stayed for one hour. This one just said, Kali, 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 Kali. Oh! Ah! Yeah! Pastor just said, all right, preacher, 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 we start to share the grace. Share the... Don't see it, you know, the pastor has to... <laughs> the pastor has to drop the mic down. <laughs> I can't imagine it. No, and I should have gift of miracles. Me, I should just have tongues. I just shall have what I just say, be healed. Me, I would say, wow. So we both go on outreach together and say, oh, I can't do it. Just let no one, let no one do it. Let me just be praying in tongues for him. So as Noah is healing the sea, I said, you have done it. That's the only gift that God has given you. So he too now, when he wants to pray to God, he will not be able to pray because he does not have the gift of tongues. <laughs> because he does not have the gift of tongues. He will just be healing the sick. So it's no prayer. So if you know, I, I, I just fellowship with the Lord and soliloquize. Hallelujah. Praise Let me go and eat the sick. I said, wow, what kind of doctrine is that? <laughs> what kind of stupid doctrine? I have never believed that doctrine. What kind of stupid doctrine is that? One person have one gift, another person have one gift. I will kill the person that have the gift. What's the, what type of God do we serve? Now we, God is not a responsible person now. He's not partial. 
How will he give you? Will give. Just say it's not working in your life. Let's teach you. Simple. <laughs> you know, I used to listen to Abusile one day. Abusile say, some people be saying prophecy is fake. Say it is not working in your life, or come here. Let's give you forensic prophecy, and let's speak it. Let's call your name and your village and everything. Then you now go and go home and say it's not working. John, some people speak and criticize something because they have not seen it work in their life. That's all. You have never seen it. You have not operated in the gift of faith before. That's why you are saying it is not for everybody. You have never interpreted tongues before. That's why you are saying it's not for everybody. You have not healed the sick before. That's why you say it's not for everybody. You know, come, let's teach you. After we teach you and you do it, is it not for everybody? You know? Is it not for everybody? So if you have read this text very well, you will never have had that kind of conversation. So anybody that wants to deceive you and tell you, why should they be, why should we be giving out that? It's not for everybody. It's for this. But when you go, me, I still have it. I still want to raise dead. Go, mm-hmm. go and be, go and be hugging with your father. But I don't have time for that. <laughs> for that day. So, in verse one, let's go back. So just that thing just annoys me. When people, you will, you will read the text. The only thing you go and pick, you will forget chapter one. You go verse one. Paul told us in verse one and said, concerning spiritual gift, I don't want you to be ignorant. So it, it means he doesn't want you to be ignorant of one gift. Since it is only one he's going to give you. <laughs> no, have you have you not talked before? He says, concerning spiritual gifts in verse 1, I will not have you ignorant. Then he's, he's not saying, you, for you, and that one not ignorant. You don't even know the one that is for you yet. <laughs> you probably still have to pray to find out. You know, have you not heard, I've heard that doctrine before where they say, you have to pray to find out which of the gifts is for you. Oh. English now. Oh. Jesus, Baba. Jesus. Baba. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was talking to Pastor Sam. I was talking to Pastor Sam one time. I think some weeks ago, I went to me. I was like, some weeks ago, I said, Baba, 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 Baba. That thing just made me laugh. I just couldn't sound happy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, <laughs> but you cannot, you cannot. There's no certain things you can't help. So is this the best one for certain spiritual gifts? He used S or Prura. Is it because I will not have you ignorant? So you, you don't even know the way he doesn't want you to be ignorant of. Because the Bible is not, you know, what that the implication of that doctrine is. Everything in the Bible is not for me. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? It, so that means, concerning spiritual gift, I would not have ignorant. So if the only if you have not figured out the gift that is for you now, and that gift that is for you is for is tongues, then other things, one of another one of you know, you should not even study it at all because it is not for you. You should not even know what it is all about because. You cannot flow in it. God has decided to give you one. He has chosen not to use you. He has chosen not to use you to heal miracles. The only thing he wants you to not be doing this life is just to be praying in tongues. Or just anybody just see. Stand up for your wish here. No tongues, no prayer. No, just be healed. Be healed. Be healed. That's all. Uh-uh. Now you see that you are thinking now. And you see you are thinking. Don't dump your brain before you open your Bible. You still need that brain. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Yeah. 
<laughs> See, so many. If you know how many conversations I engage, I believe I engage people. Maybe because I'm. If there's something I know that the Lord wants me to emphasize, and, and, and we got that whole trust I think when we're teaching the gifts of the spirit in um, in IUPUI, that classroom, and Lord told us to emphasize concerning spirituality again and make sure that it's very evident. If, if there's something I know that God wants me to emphasize very strongly is the things of the spirit. So I think because of that, I get random questions every now and then, especially on this text. And I'm just like wondering, what is what has this text done to you? Even starting from verse 1 alone in 1 Corinthians 12, is enough to understand it. But because, and that is the problem of wrong doctrine. Because you have closed your eyes to want to believe what you want to believe. Just say you can't do it. Let us teach you. Just say you cannot heal the sick. Let's teach you. Just say you cannot, you don't understand what the gifts of faith is. Let us teach you. Stop saying it is for one person. Why would God give a gift? Somebody that says he doesn't know how to withhold gifts, he gives freely. He now say, he, God that says he gives freely. No, I mean, what, what's that text again? They say, How shall he not within freely give us all things? Then he will. Somebody that freely gives us all things will not give you one out of the gifts because your face looks like demon. <laughs> because you're, you just say, No, is it not joy? Joy is not wearing earrings today. And so one earring is gone. <laughs> so her face is done looking corroborated. Or because favor is to trouble the entire universe. So favor's own is just. In fact, she doesn't even deserve any give at all. She always just be looking at people and always say, Wow, wow. <laughs> so when we are praying in thoughts, I always just say, Wow, God, would you please just use me? I just, even if it's a thief, just, <laughs> you know, he already came to meet me. Let me expose you. He already came to meet me in the course of prayer when we were praying long hours. And he said, Ah, Pastor, I wish God, somebody should just dip his hand and just give me a tip. <laughs> A tip of what a drop of water. <laughs> I said, <laughs> I never said that. I said, I said, even me, I need water. <laughs> you know, you know, so somebody, God that gives free, how will he now be told? I don't know if you get what I'm saying. How will he be told? I will leave told miracles from you. Words of knowledge from you. So because God does not like you, he's not going to give you information. So you just want to prophesy like this and give all chance. You're the shepherd. Tesca. Ah, wow. <laughs> you want to give all chance and revelation. You want to give somebody this and this. Oh, so fracascasquiza. Ah, wow. Oh wow! Ooh. Ooh. Wow! Wow! Glory to God! Glory to God! What kind of doctrine is that? What kind of doctrine is that? Are you getting what I'm saying? And some people, this is their, this is their life. If you touch this text, it's like you have touched their second crown. You know that. 
Eh? He says to another, to another. <laughs> My brother, you are just depriving yourself of, <laughs> of, of gifts that God has given everybody in Christ. Me, I will use all the night. If there is even 11, I will use <laughs> If there is even 11 or 15 that we are still here to discover, me, I will use everything before I die. <laughs> and I will use it on a daily basis. Hallelujah. Praise God. <laughs> Let's get back to our subject, Jerry. Let's leave those stupid people in there. 1 Corinthians 12, 11 to 1. We are still, what are we even studying? Contrast is a revelation in line with God's media. Yeah, yes, something like that. We figure out the proper title later. <laughs> Alright, so is this now concerning? The word concerning, you already know it. Joy bears the name. We gave joy that name. I think if you listen to what's the message? Um, concerning joy, joy, rejoicing in the spirit. And that's when we give out the name. So concerning is from the Greek word peri, P-E-R-I. So sister Perry. <laughs> It simply means focus. It implies focus around a subject matter. That's what it means. Focus around a subject matter. That's what it means. So that is, Paul was focusing on or discussing a subject matter. Are you getting what I'm saying? So when he says concerning, it means he wants to focus on the subject matter. Then he now says concerning spiritual gifts. The word spiritual is from the Greek word pneumaticos. It's a compound Greek word, pneumaticos. Pneuma and thikos. Pneuma, when I say pneuma, they say pew. <laughs> P-N-E-U-M-A-T-I-K-O-S. P-N-E-U-M-A-T-I-K-O-S. Pneuma. So pneuma implies the things, things the spirit. Things the spirit. Pneuma implies things the spirit. Why ficus implies things of and pertaining to. Things of and pertaining to. So in other words, Paul was referring to things of and pertaining to the spirit. So don't forget, he was trying to discuss a subject matter, right? He already used the word now concerning, meaning the subject matter of the day. Right? Yes, sir. Spiritual things. That is concerning spiritual. And it says um, um, spiritual means pneumaticos. And it means things of and pertaining to the spirit. So Paul's words. So that means from Paul's words now. The believer cannot afford to be ignorant of the things of the spirit. You just have to be taught. You cannot be ignorant of the things of the spirit. The word ignorant there, when it says, now concerning spiritual gifts, I will not have you ignorant. The word ignorant is from the word hagenio. A-G-N-O-E-O. Hagenio. A-G-N-O-E-O. A-G-N-O-E-O. It implies, let me now tell you what ignorance means. What it means in the Greek. It implies a refusal to recognize. A refusal to recognize. Or willful ignorance. A refusal to recognize. Or willful ignorance. Or to be in the dark. As touching and pertaining to the things of the spirit. To be in the dark. As touching or pertaining to the things of the spirit. So. 
You know, and there are some believers that are like that today. They have chosen to just be ignorant about it. They have chosen to just be in the dark, to just believe that God just gives some people one gift. So ignorant there, when it says, now as touching, now when it says concerning, now we say concerning means a subject matter. Paul has decided to talk about the subject matter that is concerning the, the things of and pertaining to the spirit um, teaching now. I will not want you to be ignorant. That is, I will not want you to be what? To be in the dark concerning this. I will not want you to choose a place where you just choose to be ignorant. Are you getting what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it will interest you to note that Paul had earlier admitted in the letter that utterances they've come behind the note. Look at look at something. Look at in 1 Corinthians 1, verse 5 to 7. 1 Corinthians 1, verse 5 to 7. Because there's something that Paul told them, and something that will interest you to note in this place. 1 Corinthians verse 5. 1 Corinthians 1. Go just backtrack to chapter 1, verse 5 to 7. I'm trying to see where I can just put it in put it in the car for today and we'll pick it up from here. Next week. Because my time is already gone. Look at 1 Corinthians 1, verse 5 to 7. It says that in everything ye are enriched in him in all utterance and in all knowledge. So it shows that Paul admitted that this same church was enriched in all utterance. And look at what he says in verse 6. He says, even the testimony of Christ was confirmed in you that ye come behind in no gift, waking for the Lord. So it will interest you to know that this church was enriched in all utterance and they came behind in no gift. So that shows that the church was already working in the gifts of the Spirit. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes, so that means the gifts of the Spirit now in this text is not a new teaching to the church of Corinth. Because he said they came there, they were enriched in all utterance. What is utterance? Thongs was interpretations. They were enriched <coughs> in all utterance and they came behind in no gifts. So, that means the fact that a man is endured by the Spirit and even demonstrates the diversities of the gifts which are resident in him does not mean he is not ignorant of the things of the Spirit. So, a man can be, a man can demonstrate it. A man can be seen to have everything. A man can be, but he can be ignorant of it. He might not have the knowledge of it. And the cure to this ignorance is knowledge. Knowledge is the cure to ignorance. Knowledge is the cure to ignorance. That's why Paul will now see in 1 Corinthians 1, verse 12, 1 Corinthians 4, verse 1. He says, concerning spirituals, so spiritual gifts, I will not have you ignorant. In verse 3, he says, I give you to understand that, that no man speaking concerning the spirit of God, call it Jesus and cause. Because you can see somebody speaking by the spirit and you say, is a lie. Paul is not making them to understand. No man speaking by the spirit of God, call it Jesus and God. And no man that says Jesus is Lord but by the Holy Ghost. So the essence of having this knowledge or this precise and accurate knowledge of salvation is for the believer to be effective. It's for the believer to, just like Philemon 1 verse 6 says, that the effectual, fabric, uh, the communication of your faith may become effectual. Uh, ah, no. Communication of your faith. The communication of your faith may become effectual by the acknowledgement of every good thing which is in you in Christ. So, what Paul was telling them is that he doesn't want believers to be ignorant of the things of the Spirit. And now, and this implies the teaching, the learning of the things of the Spirit will make the believer effective in his participation of the saints. 
the teaching, the learning of the gifts of the Spirit or the things of the Spirit will make the believer effective in the same. So that shows you have to be effective in it. You have to. That's why Paul repeatedly in his letter, look at it in 1 Corinthians 14 verse 16. 1 Corinthians 14 verse 16. Let's go there quickly. Let's go there quickly. 1 Corinthians 14 verse 16. He says that. Let's go down verse 16. He says, Else, when thou shalt bless with the Spirit, how shall he that occupy the room of the unlearned say amen at the giving of a thing? Seeing that he understandeth what thou sayest. In verse 23, he says, If the old church be to come together in one place, and speak with tongues, and there coming one that is unlearned. You see, he's always using the word unlearned. He says, all oh, unbelievers, will they not say that you are mad? In verse 24, he says, if all prophesies, and one coming that believeth not, or one that is unlearned. So now, who is that unlearned one? Yeah. The ignorant person. The one who is ignorant. The unlearned is from the Greek word idiotis. Unlearned is from the Greek word idiotis. It's just idiot. Idiot, but... <laughs> Yes, <laughs> idiot is <laughs> so he's not even wrong to go say this one is an idiot. Idiot is I D I O T E S. Idiot E S. Idiot is he simply means uninformed, untaught, unschooled, untaught, uninformed, untaught, unschooled, uninformed, untaught, unschooled. So it simply means uninformed, unthought, or school. That's idiotism unlearned. So a believer can be an illiterate in the things of the spirit. He can be, he can be knowledgeable with Bible and too. He can be knowledgeable with the faith of God. He can be knowledgeable with how to, you know, how to um, preach the gospel. But he can be an illiterate with the things of the spirit. And that's why you and that's why we are teaching things like this. So that you are not. Your knowledge is not lacking in any form. Are you getting what I'm saying? So that you are not an idiotist. You are not an illiterate. As touching the leading of the Spirit. Utterances and revelations in the leading of the Spirit. So, as, as, as I just close right now, you, we'll, we'll pick it up from here. We'll, we'll continue from the same place we are studying. Study, this same First Corinthians 12. And one of the things we are going to study in this series is we're going to study the leading of the Spirit. We're going to study <coughs> visions and revelations. We're going to study the gifts of the Spirit. Words of wisdom, words of knowledge, prophecies, interpretation, you know, utterances in the direction, even dreams. We're going to study how does that relate to the leading of the Spirit? How can that guide us? How can we follow it and guide us? Are you getting what I'm saying? How can we follow prophecies such that prophecies guide our paths? So that we are not idiotic. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes. We are not an illiterate. We are not somebody that says, this one is for us, this one is not for us. Are you getting what I'm saying? And we would work effectively in that. Are you blessed? Yes, are you blessed? Yes, oh, somebody says, let's just pray together this evening. And that, that's just, just, just pray together.